Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Oh man, I, I had to kick Johnny off the show last week because we only had enough money to feed one of us, but I'm kind of nervous about doing this by myself. I mean, he's the one with all the winning personality. I'm just a regular guy. I'm just depressed about this. Ah, oh, what's that at my feet? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? I'm going to call Johnny up see if he'll do this. Oh, there we go. Hello? Hey, Johnny. It's it's Trevor. Oh, hey, Trevor. Um, hey, listen, I'm trying to record this show, and I think I want you back on. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I know you've probably not even thought about it. You've probably been busy. You've probably had a full life the whole time you've been gone. But I want you back. You know what? Did you ask so nicely? Here I am, Trevor! Oh, what the hey! heck? You were under my desk? Yeah, I, ne- I never left. You've been here since last week when I fired you? Yeah, I've just stayed underneath your desk, been sleeping here and everything, and I've had to go to the bathroom a few times, and I'm sorry about that. Well, I did not anticipate this. You didn't? What else are you not anticipating? Maybe a little show called Retro Blist! Everyone, welcome to a brand new, much anticipated episode of Retro Blist. Uh, thanks for joining us. First of all, second of all, quick Patreon shout out. Go to Patreon, Retro Blist. If you think this drool that's coming out of our mouths is worth you paying money for, and we we hope you do, uh, then go there and support us. We much appreciate it. And just those who appreciate us. Uh, even if they can't afford us. We anticipate everyone going there and leaving us a dollar. Yeah, we hope for that. But even if you don't do that <laughs> and you just happen. like listen to us, well, we're cool with that too. We appreciate all of you. Now, full disclosure, uh, this will not be... Anticipated. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just said this uh, show would be anticipated and I almost made a joke. Yep, you did. This one is not anticipated at all because we did not even... Uh, ask for feedback on this show. That's right. Full disclosure, I think we kind of briefly mentioned it on the last episode. We recorded two on the same day. This being be the second one because of a scheduling. And uh, we've eaten lunch in between the two. And this is the later one. So we're going to try to muster up the energy. Yeah. But it's going to be very tough. <laughs> in order to not skip an episode next week, we decided to record two this week. Yep. This is probably going to be a shorter episode. We're totally going to phone it in. And we know a lot of you <laughs> probably aren't that excited about us covering... Anticipation for the NES? Yeah, it, I don't know. This may be the one that really uh, puts Retro Bliss on the upper uh, echelon of... Is it echelon or echelon? It's echelon. I had it right the first time. I think it's echelon, but... Uh, the upper echelon. Acilion. <laughs> the upper the upper Acilion <clears throat> of, uh, of uh, video game podcast. Well, thank you for joining us. If you tuned in last week for our Spire Hunter episode... I'm trying to have energy. Can you tell? I, I can tell you tried. It. <laughs> so, we're like, hey... We're going to do Spy Hunter. Well, hey. We need another game that's going to be quick. 
so we can get an episode out. We don't like skipping weeks. Yes, that's right. You know, in every show, even shows you really like, even on TV, they have filler episodes. They have filler episodes. This is a filler episode. This is very much a filler episode. Though, to be honest, let's not bash too much because we ended up playing the game a lot longer than I thought we would. We really did. So, the last game got uh, fairly close, way closer than I thought. Anticipation. Anticipation. Is well, a rare developed Nintendo that's Entertainment right. System that means game. You can barely find it. <laughs> yeah. The company rare. Oh. Uh, stick around. It's slightly more interesting than we thought it was going to be. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> we promise that there may be more than this than, as Transformers ought to say, meets the eye. Transformers say that? There are more than meets the eye. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yep. So Anticipation is a the first... You know what I've always wondered? I know I'm interrupting you, and I'm sorry. It's the first something. <laughs> going to sleep. <laughs> you know I always wondered, though? <laughs> nope. Between me and you... <laughs> Who's the who's the biggest nerd? I don't know the answer because I we're probably, both nerdy in very different ways. Yeah, because I have I have extensive pop culture knowledge that does me zero good. Mm-hmm. But you know a lot of things that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I seem to know a lot of like the things that everybody in just general would know. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to pop culture, yeah, it's all new to me mostly. <laughs> like Transformer, except for the things I really love. Do you know? Can you name a Transformer? Gonna lose more fans. I never gave a, a flip about Transformers. You never gave. Uh, I'm not now the toys were cool when I was young. Don't I'm, get me wrong. I'm throwing out the. Don't, I'm talking about the cartoon. The original. Oh, I'm cartoon. sure the cartoon was good, but I never watched it growing up. Oh, and frankly, the Michael Bay movies don't do anything for me. Right. So I have no reason. Well, I don't care for the Michael Bay movies. Just being yeah. honest. However, uh, Optimus Prime was the best. He was the truck. I mean, the toys are definitely cool, and I loved. <laughs> See, this is me as a child. Okay. Never, probably didn't even know Transformers existed because we only watched Ninja Turtles and Looney Tunes and the few things we watched. But I love those McDonald's Happy Meal toys. That transformed into things? That were Transformers except they were food items. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. This is a true story. It has nothing to do with the game we're covering today. Nope. But I've since then, in the past year or so, went back and tried to look those up, see if I could find them on eBay or something. That, one, one transformed to a fry. One was like hotcakes and yeah. transformed to a pterodactyl or something. Yeah, and one of them was like a, uh, was it one of Big Mac? Yep, Big Mac. Like was a Big Mac. That's one of my favorite ones. Remember when McDonald's sponsored us, but they didn't really? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So what game do we play today? Anticipation. <laughs> so the cool thing about this game uh-huh. is it's the first board game on the NES. But it's not like, you know, Monopoly the board game or Trivial Pursuit the board game. It's an original game that happens to be a board game. That you play on your NES, which is kind of funny, because I thought it was based on some game show or something. Right, but it's actually not. It's its own original thing. Uh, the second interesting thing is it is made by Rare, who we've mentioned a few times yep. on this show. That's a company me and you both like quite a bit. Yes. And, as I mentioned on the <clears throat> Donkey Kong Country episode... And they have a game coming out I'm really interested in. Sea of Thieves? Yep. That's true. This is relevant, because when you hear this, that game's just come out. That's probably. right. But, David Wise, as I mentioned... This blew me Did away. Did all the music. That's when you. That's yeah. what blew me away because we haven't got to the music yet. But uh, stay tuned for that part because I'm telling you, this might be a little, as another show likes to say, hidden gem. Yes, I don't know if they say that, but it's in their title. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of it nope. because we're at war with them. I'm done giving free advertising. That's right. You they hear us, us, Genesis Gems? Yeah. No more free advertisement for us. Retro blessed. Put it in writing. Yeah. Sign it on the contract. Not a line, Trevor. Uh, what else happened in this game? Have you ever played this game before? No. I vaguely remember it, but I don't think I really played it a lot. So I don't think I'd ever played it. You said you remembered it. I remember what I remember the board. The the boards really look a lot like Trivial Pursuit, mm-hmm. sort of. 
And maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I bet it is. So honestly, in essence, this game is like Trivial Pursuit meets Pictionary, but it's not really that much like either. Right, yeah. Because the gist of it. And I would throw in win, lose, or draw. Yeah. You remember that show? Right. I love that show because obviously I love drawing. We're going to start off with the graphics, but just so people know what the heck we're talking about. Basically, you're moving around a board trying to hit certain spaces, but the whole way it works is the computer is the one drawing. They're drawing a very crude picture. And you're timed. And you're trying to buzz in first to guess what the picture is. Right. Um, And there's some puzzles thrown in there. And there's different difficulties. Uh, The easier the puzzle, the more hints and clues they give you. Yeah. Uh, The harder it gets, the less uh, information they give you. You just kind of got to guess what the computer's trying to draw. And sometimes, even when they're finished... You may or may not know. <laughs> yes, very crude drawings. Yeah. But, so there, you know what it is. Most of you have probably tuned out now because a lot of people aren't even interested in board games. You put a board game on the NES, it does sound kind of boring. But I have to say again, I like the fact that this is an original game that technically isn't just a board game put on the NES. Right. But, I do have a ton of experience with board games. We'll mention that some in the Bliss Quiz. That's right. Um, I'm actually a pretty big board game fanatic. As you got a huge collection in the Shire here. You would have to look around the room and assume I'm fanatic. Half the Shire is video games, the other half is board games. Um, So, I guess, in a weird way, this appealed to me for that reason. But, do you want to get into the graphics? Let's do it. Graphics. Let's get into it. Into it. First thing I want to note. Yep. Let's say, Johnny, that you're a... Okay. Oh, this is hard to imagine, but let's say you're a sprightly young 12-year-old lad. All right. You know, you're, worse, you're working on your facial hair. You're drawing it in with a marker. I am. <laughs> and you buy this game at the oh. store. Oh, anticipation. Oh, anticipation. Oh, you say that. to yourself. I'm going to get 50 bucks for this. It's like, I've anticipated this. That's right. I've been waiting for it. I've seen it in the, all the gaming magazines. Mm-hmm. And I've saved up my allowance for this game. I want to get it. You have no friends because you've hurt my feelings. So I'm, right. not, I'm not coming around. So I'm just going to play it by myself. I'm sure I can do that. So you're going to play yeah, anticipation by yourself. Yes, I am. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, Uh-oh. you have to play as the Red High Hills. As your playing piece. What's a red eye heel? High heel. <laughs> the red lady's shoes yeah. so are the token that you have to play as if you play by yourself. So here's the thing. <laughs> Each player has a token, but unlock him. Unlock. Inlo- oh, for crying out loud. We are terrible. Unlike in Monopoly. <laughs> I didn't know what you're trying to say. Un- unlike in Monopoly, where you get to pick your pawn that you use. Yeah. This one, whatever player you are, you're just assigned that pawn. Yeah. So if you're the first player, you will always get the the red shoes, the high heel shoes. Yeah. The second player will always get the trumpet type thing. The third will get a teddy bear, and I don't really know what it is from there. We I didn't it, play with four, so I don't yeah. know. So, uh, so you kind of assign whatever you pick. So graphically, yeah. that's probably a disappointment. To, it's a big. I mean, I'm not trying to be you know generalized here, but the biggest market in the '80s for NES games was. Boys. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that. And they probably were pretty disappointed they had to play as red high heels if they're the first player. <laughs> but I, I, I not like, a big deal. Here's the thing. I like it being an option because I think they should have options for anybody who would play it. But just let you pick it. That's the only yeah. thing. Just let you pick what you want to do. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody loves teddy bears. I would have liked to have been a teddy bear. Yeah. At least you were Trump. I was the high heels all day. Yeah. I only usually use those on the weekend. Have you ever tried to walk up steps in those? It's impossible. I can't say I have. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> So, you get to play your own little unique player token. Side note, I totally have, and I failed. <laughs> I believe this is true. It is true. You're the board. Kudos to women who work walking those. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm making this really difficult um, on you. I'm sorry. Speaking of walking upstairs. I can't shut up when I'm tired. I feel like this show is walking upstairs in aisles right now. <laughs> it is. And it's struggling. Just, like I do, falling of them. <laughs> if you've ever played any 80s or 90s board game, you know, as a <clears throat> board game snob, I tend to think a lot of those games were kind of flawed. And the boards, unfortunately, now I'm talking about like games for adults, you know, not like the fun kids games. Right, like shoots and like ladders. Trivial Pursuit, though. Yeah. The board's just like squares and colors. There's not a lot to it. It's not way more about it. what you know. That's kind of what this looks like. Yeah. The board's just squares and colors. Um, There's different levels. Each level looks a little different, but yeah. the essence is all the same. So I guess I'm saying graphically, it works, but there's nothing amazing here. Yeah, you're not going to be blown away by it. Um, graphically... And let's save the puzzles for gameplay, because it's yeah. kind of graphics, but eh. However, the music, Johnny, what did you think about the music? Uh, well, I'm going to be honest here. I was blown away by how much I love this music. <laughs> Considering it's a board game, NES game. And then as soon as you told me it was Mr. Wise who did it, it kind of clicked with me. Oh, that makes sense, because yeah. honestly, the music is the real hero in this game, if you ask me. Because mm-hmm. the music is very good, it's very catchy, it definitely fits, and honestly... Any of the themes, little tunes that I heard, I love them all. So yeah. I really, really, really dug the music in this. It's just, yeah, it's just really catchy and snippy. and Snippy. Yep. It's what it needs to be. It's uh, way better than it had to be. And the fact that it's not like the Wheel of Fortune board game, or video game, which I have on the NES. Yeah. Well, honestly, we always enjoyed it. Yeah, we played that one quite a bit growing up. And of course, the music in it was pretty cool, but it's based on the theme song of yeah. the show. This was all original, so I think it's cool. And honestly, as weird as it sounds, it made sense to me that Wise did this because I can kind of see the fact that he went above and beyond made sense when it comes to the later games he would do music yeah, for. because nobody expected amazing music and anticipation for right, yes, yeah. Nobody anticipated it. No. How many more times can we do that? Anticipate. Oh, gosh. Three more times. Probably so. Uh, I would have turned us off by now. I would have said, speaking of turn off. Uh-huh. The picture of my face. <laughs> I'm glad you finished that sentence for me because I didn't know where I was going with it. You're welcome. The gameplay. Uh-huh. This can be played with one to four players. That's right. You can use... Uh, here's the cool thing. You can use the four-score adapter, uh, the multiplayer adapter. So this does... You can actually have four people play this. Yes. Which is really cool. The cool thing is if you don't have four controllers or the four-score adapter, you can play with two controllers. You both hold it. One person buzzes in with the buttons. Another one with the directional pad. Yep. yep. The other one buzzes in with the directional pad. That's kind of neat. So you can play four players with two controllers. That right there is pretty cool. That is uh, that's pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Um, But the game itself, the gameplay is literally, somebody starts, uh, you roll the dice, that's how many spaces you move. There's four colors, and when you answer a question correctly, you collect the color of whatever space you landed on. Yeah, so we're already in the gameplay. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I've already moved on. I know. <laughs> um, once you collect all four colors on a level, you move up to the next level. There's three levels. Uh, whoever collects the last color on the third level wins the game. Um, the puzzles themselves, I mean, that's the game, really. So, for example, it might say the category, if you're on an easy puzzle, it might say the category is office. And then you see there's like f- uh, four blanks at the bottom of the page yeah. showing that it's four letters in this word. And then it starts drawing a very crude picture. And as soon as you think you know it, you buzz in. Then you put in the letters. Yep. So it might oh like, oh, I think that's a vase. If you're correct, you get you collect the color and you get to roll the dice. Yes. Now, the higher difficulty you go, the less information you get with that. Like some of them won't, don't even give you 
the letters, uh, some of them don't give you anything, not a dots or yeah. letters or any of that stuff or category. Now, where this game really kind of uh, takes a weird swing for me is that these, when we say categories, when they give you these categories, they're incredibly broad. But that would mean, yes. for example, one of the categories was science. <laughs> and w- some of the things that would end up would be, would be clock was one of them. This is a, these are big spoiler alerts if you ever play this game. One's a clock for science. <laughs> and what was the other one? Telephone. Telephone. I thought that was even worse. Yeah, for science. So you got to really, really think very broad with these, yeah. with these topics. And like Johnny said. And they're very crude drawings too, by the way. They don't even give you a category once yeah. you get to the hardest difficulty. They just start drawing a picture, and you got to guess. Yeah. But almost sometimes I think that's easier because you're not thrown off by the weird category. Yeah. Um, I actually did. I actually honestly did way better on the hardest ones because I could only had to look at the picture being drawn. I didn't yeah. need to look at the letters, which you really excelled at. I only need to look at that one part, and I could do a lot better. Yeah. I think I think it's cool unless you choose the difficulty from the start. Yeah. Because if you start on easy, the first board, the level, the first level is pretty easy. The second one gets a little trickier. Then the third one, they take the letters away. Yeah. But if you start on medium, then it gets tricky quicker. Right. So it kind of, I do think probably like if it's kids and adults playing together, adults should have the advantage, honestly. Yeah, they definitely so should. that could be a negative. Well, they should have needed a game, if you're being honest. Yeah, but I don't know. Take, um. There's some, there's some. Po- sorry, the board game, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if an adult really has an advantage over a kid. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. if you're playing this with your family. I mean, like Wheel of Fortune or any of those games. Adults are probably, they got a bigger vocabulary. Yeah. And you also got to remember, when did this game come out? 88. So you got to remember, you got to remember that too. With any of these, uh, uh, like I remember the reason that we had a tough time playing like Wheel of Fortune or something is because all those answers were topical for the time that game came out. That's true, but I don't think that's true in this game. That doesn't you, count on this yeah. one. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, yeah. So that's a positive for this one. But yeah. where it, uh, an adult would have an advantage is some of these words are tougher to spell. <laughs> I mean, even we misspelled quite a few. Yes. And you only get two chances. If you miss them both misspelling, yeah. then it just you just don't get to go anymore on that So one. this game re- does really well. Where you enter your answers, it does that really well. Yeah. Because the letters are just all in a line, and you move back and forth really easy to choose your letter. But... I was trying to spell saxophone, and here's where speaking badly gets in my way, because I say it, saxophone. It's not saxophone, it's saxophone. And, we're, and I, I am ashamed to admit we both spelled it way wrong. Yeah. And you listened to me the first time, but then you would have got it wrong if you would have listened to yourself. Anyway, yep. we were both wrong. So we know how to spell it now, because we're geniuses. S-A-X-O-P-H-O-N-E. Yep. Now we know. Saxophone. And we're admitting how stupid we are. Yep, very much so. So, Which is a theme in this game. How stupid is Johnny? Very. <laughs> if you uh, go by how I played today. So Johnny was feeling pretty bad because yep. we ended up having a close game the second time. Oh yeah, I played much better the second time. But that first time, you ran away with it. The first time I was kind of stomping him. And uh, I was like trying to say things like... To build me up. Yeah. I knew, like, I knew you were trying to build me up, but, but you, were, you were doing a terrible job. It was really going the wrong way. Like yeah. At one point, you'd misspelled a kind of basic word. And you ran out of time, so you couldn't finish it. Right. I'm like, yeah, a kid would really have a harder time with this game because you go, you got to know how to spell yeah. things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which yeah. really doesn't help your uh, self-esteem. Self-esteem. It's, it's gone. It's in a trash can, as I would like to but say. But I will say, in the defense of this game, for the most part, the words they pick are very well-known words. Yeah, and overall. I would yeah. say a, an elementary school kid is going to know how to spell the book. Your issues them. will be, A, the drawings when they're drawing them are very, very crude. Yeah. When you get a category, it's very, very broad. Uh, also the mechanic of this game is, um, the leader can kind of run away with it a little bit at times. I felt, yeah. Did you feel that? 
So here's some board. This is very, yeah. very board game uh, geekish. Yes. But there are some games that that are, uh, what do they call that? Where the leader can run away with it. Runaway leader problem. All right. So this kind of has that. So as a board game fan who's played hundreds of board games, <laughs> I wouldn't say that if we weren't already married, but um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a couple things I like about this game and a couple things I'll criticize since you brought it up. Yeah. The thing I like is unlike, say, I think Trivial Pursuit, where everybody's got to take their turn, and you're like, oh, come on, take your turn. Basically, everybody's involved all the time in this. Because it doesn't matter really who rolled the number, honestly. Yeah, anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. And whoever gets it right collects the color. Now, that can be good or bad. That could be good uh, just because anybody can get it. But let's say Trevor had already moved up a level. This happened many times. So his puzzles are technically harder. Uh, if it's my go and I'm going, he can actually solve those easier puzzles and still get credit on his higher level and move up yeah. even more. And that's the part I disagree with. Yeah. If I were a game designer, I would think if you've already moved up to the harder puzzles, you could st- I could stop you. I, mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. I could stop you from collecting the color. Yeah, that's totally fair. But I shouldn't get the color for myself. Right. Yeah, that didn't seem fair. Um, but I do like that everybody's involved every turn. Because you could really... This really, you could really be an adult who's really being a jerk to kids, and the higher you go, you just keep blocking them and yeah. keep getting higher because you're getting all their easy questions. It really reminds me of that time we were at the wreck at one time, and this guy, he was an adult playing with all these little kids, and I'm assuming they knew them all, and he was just in there blocking all their shots. Yeah, the volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, the basketball. Basketball, yeah. Yes. You said wreck, and I thought wreck. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, the wreck. When the we used to go recreational play basketball. Center, yeah. Back when we moved and did things, we actually yeah. were... I would never say athletic, but we would actually go do things. We did things instead of a video game podcast. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate some of the things about this, but as a board game, it's very simple. The main right. thing is, if you like these kind of puzzles, what would you call this? There's, is it Win, Lose, or Draw, that game show? Is yeah. Is that kind of like this? It's very similar. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, but literally, it's just you're each on teams, and, there's, and the person uh, on your team gets up, they get a subject matter or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like a bicycle. Let's say it's bicycle. And they got to start drawing a bicycle. They can't talk or anything. They mm-hmm. can only draw on a large pad. Yeah. And your team has to guess what you're drawing. Well, I guess that's like Pictionary. So I guess my question is, there's nothing quite like this then. Because you're not drawing anything. Right. This is all the computer. The computer draws everything and everybody else is just trying to guess what it is. So it's sort of like reverse Pictionary, I guess. In a way, yeah. Anyways, that's pretty much it though. I mean, the only twist, so to speak, is there's gray spaces on the board which we only hit one time yeah but it just kind of randomizes what you get and you can try to stop it on the color you want right um so that's about it did we actually mention you need four colors to move up levels yes so like the bottom board is just a circle the middle level is like a square board the top one looks like a pentagon yeah but in essence it's just a simple board and you're rolling and moving they're all technically the same though they're just different shapes yeah and so yeah once you get all four colors on all three levels the first one to do that wins. wins You do get points for buzzing in faster, but, but I, I don't know what that's for. I don't think there's any point in it. Because no I kind of feel like even if I had less points and I got all those colors before you... You still win. I think I still would have won. Yeah. Yeah. So Trevor did win both times, but I did make it more competitive the second time. Yeah. The The second game was a lot more fun because it came down to the last question. Yeah. Which is cool. That being said, um, that's it. I mean, there's yeah. no alternate... The only thing you can change up is you can take computers in or out. Yeah, or, and the cool thing is they don't make the game last longer. Uh-oh. They just have a chance to win as well. Right. I do like that a lot. Um, and you can increase the difficulty, which changes how hard the puzzles are. Right, and that's it. So, not quite sure how to review our first 
board game video game, but let's try. Okay, let's do it. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, man. At its core, I think it's an alright game. I had fun playing it. I definitely wouldn't ever play it by myself. I don't see the point in that. I feel like that'd be kind of sad. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) but like, uh, I could see this being a little bit more uh, uh, wild and fun if it was four people playing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was still fun with two people. So I still had fun. I still enjoyed it. Some of the things I didn't like was uh, the leader runaway thing. I I definitely, even I spotted that. And I love board games, but you, like you have a love for it. It's even deeper than mine. Mm -hmm. And I don't know those type of terms. But I still knew that that was what was ha- that that could yeah. happen with this. Uh, I didn't like that. So in a way, it's kind of broken when it comes to that. I'm one of those guys who loves. I even love Monopoly. Monopoly is one of my all time favorite games, and a lot of board ga- uh, board game snobs, as you call them, mm-hmm. uh, shun Monopoly and they hate it. However, if you play Monopoly by its rules, its actual rules, instead of all the rules everybody's made up for it, it's the, it doesn't last near as long, and it's way more fun, and it's mm-hmm. very cutthroat. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you play by the actual rules, um. This game, I would not put above uh, Monopoly, <laughs> personally. Even Monopoly for the NES. I think that's still a better game than this one. However, I do love that this is like an original game for the NES. Mm-hmm. Original, and I love Rare. And I and I really love Wise's music. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, just for the music, this game's kind of worth it. I don't know how much it is. You'll answer that when it's your turn. Will I? Well, I would hope so. I'm going to ask you if you don't. <laughs> so get it ready. Uh, this was kind of tough for me to review too. Um, I don't, I don't think I would come back to it just on my own. I don't think I would ever suggest this game. You know what I'm saying? Let's say we're around a gr- our, our group of friends and I say, "Hey, let's go play Anticipation." I don't think I would ever do that, <laughs> despite it being four players. But if you said let's play Anticipation, I would still play. Yeah, because it's not bad. It's 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 serviceable. It's it, it can be fun depending on who you're playing with. You know that, that's with anything uh, depending on who you play with. Maybe yeah. sink or swim with this game. Um, but man, I'm going to give this, and this is probably way more on the David Wise music than anything. A five and a half. I was thinking even lower than that, but that music is so great. I was thinking this was going to be a four and a half, but I give it a whole point for his music. So five and a half. Okay, I pretty much agree with everything you said. More than most games we play, this is very dependent on the fact that are you going to have family or friends to play with? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I know I joked about it seeming pathetic, but I don't think it'd be much fun by yourself. I mean, you can still do the puzzles. It works. I mean, you can play by, if you played, you can technically set up this game to play by yourself with no computers and there'd be no point to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it depends if you have people to play with. The two things that really elevate this above your average what I expect out of a video game board game for this era is a it can play with four players even with only two controllers. Yeah, that's very cool. That works fine. Yeah, and B, I love the fact, and even in modern board games, they don't always get this right. I love the fact that there's basically no downtime. In other words, there's no time where you're not involved. Yeah, you're always playing. So that is good. Um, however, Johnny mentioned it, and as a board gamer. I guess it's easy in hindsight to say this, but there's one thing they could have changed that would have added a full point to this game, and that's exactly what Johnny mentioned. The whole runaway leader problem could have been solved is if, let's say, I've made it to the second level and everybody else is still in the first, I should still be able to be involved and answer the questions. But just as blocking. Just to block you. I shouldn't be able to advance on your easier question. And what that would do is, yeah, it would be kind of like the blue shell in Mario Kart, if I'm being honest. It would give everybody a chance to stay in the race. Yeah. 
Because that first game, it kind of got boring for me too because I would have to really start doing terrible for you to catch up that first game. Yeah. Which isn't fun. Because I was very stupid. Right, because you were ignorant. Yeah, very much so. luckily I was ignorant the second game as well. And so so let me catch up. It was close. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know what? Five was my first thought that I thought, you know what? I think it's a little better than what I was expecting. So I was thinking five and a half. So the same score. We matched up totally. Well, well. Because uh, I don't think it's amazing, but I think it's totally worth checking out. Uh, five and a half out of ten, I think it's above average. It's better than I expected. I think it's a, at the very least worth checking out for the music. It's the yeah, the music is catchy, and I think you'll have fun two or three times if you got a couple people to play with. Yeah. Sit around the TV, have some old school fun. The cool thing about this one is, like Johnny said, unlike most of these game show or board game video games. It's not really aged very much as far as the puzzles. Right. Because it's just stuff yeah. that you see around the house, you know? So I'm giving it a five and a half. You gave it a five and a half. The game, there's multiple copies on eBay, about four bucks with free shipping. Yeah. So it's a no-brainer. If you like this kind of thing at all, pick it up for four bucks. I think it's worth four bucks just for the music. And I am yeah. I know I've said that a bunch of times, but it really is. It's, it's quirky and, and neat enough. Yeah. It's not perfect. It's not great, but it's totally worth four bucks. You know what else is not great? <laughs> Commercial. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say our show, but no, this commercial. Yeah, I was thinking about it. We're about to play by now. I'm not great. I mean, it's probably going to be awesome. Play it. Nintendo introduces anticipation. It brings the board game into the video age. You gotta have fun playing along. Well, that was good. That was good. Now, Trevor, this would be the time where we would do, usually, fan feedback. However, we didn't uh, ask for any. We didn't ask for any because we did two episodes <laughs> in one day. So, yep. all our fan, fan feedback is from the previous episode, and we're not going to do it again. <laughs> yep. And also, uh, due to sheer laziness... And tiredness and the fact that I I don't know how I would personally come up with my set of questions like usual. Mm-hmm. This is a one-sided bliss quiz where you're going to try to beat me. Uh, by yeah. that, I mean I'm the only one playing. <laughs> so welcome to the halfway done bliss quiz. Bliss quiz. If I had known this ahead of time, I would have made a few more questions. But nope. But I'll just give you your three questions. And to be honest, there's basically nothing about this game out there. However, I have a fair knowledge of board games in general, so I'm going to use that. That he does. That's why this will probably be tough for me. So, Johnny, your first question. I'm going to feel like when I ask you basketball questions. Yes, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. So, there's a game that's one of my absolute favorites, and I believe you would say it's one of your favorites. It's called Ticket to Ride. Yeah, I do love Ticket to Ride quite a bit. All the versions of it are awesome. If you want to learn a little about board games, you come to the right Bliss Quiz. Ticket to Ride's getting pretty huge now, though. It's even in uh, different stores and stuff. So, highly recommend it. If if you like board games whatsoever, it's easy to learn, great mechanics, and uh, highly recommend it. I love it. Yep. Um, So, Ticket to Ride, you know, has different maps. Like, you got USA and Europe and all kinds of different maps. Yeah. How many Ticket to Ride board games have there been released? Now, I'm including the, they're called map packs. Okay. I'm including the big box ones. 
However, I'm not including any of the small little expansions. Um, so just like the main map packs slash games. The ones that have actual boards in them. Yes. Okay. And if you get within three, I'm going to give it to you. Has there been that many? <laughs> yeah. Can I cheat and look at your collection? If you want to. Because right. I, I, I want to assume you don't have them all or you wouldn't ask this. One, two, three, So I didn't four. think this through very well. We're actually recording in the Five. Shire where I actually have my board game collection. <laughs> so Johnny's literally counting Five. how many versions of Ticket to Ride I have. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I see at least ten over there. I'm going to go with, I'm going to throw a number out and say eleven. I really made this easy on you. It's 14. Oh, so it's within three. Yep. So you're not including... Do you have all of them? No, not quite. Which ones are you missing? Nobody cares about this but me. (laughs) Well, actually, there's one upstairs, the deluxe edition. Okay. Uh, And then I'm missing the one that's called Rails and Sails, which is like a really big one. I'm probably going to get it. I just haven't yet. It's got boats and stuff in it. Oh, we got to play that. I'm missing one that's called Germany. Because it's kind of like the Marklin one I have. This is not interesting to anybody else. I love it. <laughs> Keep going. Um, you know what? I think... Those are the only two you don't have. Those two right? are the only ones I don't have. Because you just got the new one that just came out. The, the You counted 11? Well, I just kind of... There's one upstairs that makes yeah. 12. I saw the, the, that one there. So it sounds like it looks like it's got the red top. It says oh, M&M. yeah, that's not one. I didn't think it was one. It looks like it's an no. M&M, though, I'm sure. Anyways, yeah. So I'm only missing two, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Nobody cares about this part of this episode. No. But keep going. Hey. Ticket to Ride. Check it out. Yeah, it's very good. Fun game. This next one's going to be more relevant to most people. Okay. So, these games that I enjoy, they're called hobby board games, whatever you want to call them. You know, they're a little bit more modern in design than like your old classics like Sorry and Aggravation. And if one of these games sells 10,000 copies, it's considered a success usually. Yeah. However, Monopoly is a much bigger success. The board game. Well, it's been around for a long yeah. time, too. How many copies has Monopoly sold? As of? As of? Not that this would really matter. We're going to say this year. Okay. And I'm going to give you three choices. Okay. Is it 70 million, 120 million, or 250 million? 250 million. That's right. Oh, I knew it was a, high, a huge number. A quarter billion copies. And it's estimated that half a billion people have played the game and 250 million on it. I wonder how many have played it by the actual rules. About 20. Probably at the most. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a nerdy and almost irrelevant list to most people. Yeah. If you happen to be a board game lover and you're hearing this, congrats. You've yeah. got a special surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so your last question. Uh, Settlers of Catan uh-huh. or Catan. I'm still not sure how you say it. Right. I know the game. It's probably the most popular of the hobby board games. Right. It's yeah. credited... It's, it came from Germany, and it's credited with bringing this modern board game movement to America. Right. Um, now, my question for you is which of these is not an actual version of Catan? Right, because there's different ones. There's been multiple versions. Yeah. Just like Monopoly's done, there's different versions right. of this. Yeah, like that's a good example. Like there's uh, Electronic Banking Monopoly, there's, Tropical Tycoon Monopoly. There's Nintendo Monopoly. Nintendo Monopoly. Let's bring it back to video games yeah. now. So... Which of these is a fake version of Catan? Which one did you make up? Yeah. Is it Settlers of Canaan? Settlers of Catan Rockman Edition? Settlers of Tatooine? Or Star Trek Catan? Well, I know for a fact that the Star Trek one exists because we played it. Hmm. And I'm fairly certain you have it. Hmm. Is that it right there? Yeah. So that one <laughs> I'm going to throw out the door. I know that one's real for sure. So you got Settlers of Canaan, Settlers of Catan Rockman Edition, and Sailors of Tatooine. Well, Tatooine, I want to assume is real because it's Star Wars. Uh, I don't. What's Rockman? Is that what you said? Settlers of uh, Rockman. Yeah. 
What's Rock Man? Is that Mega it's Man? Japanese Mega Man. Okay, so I'm going to assume that's real too. So whatever the one that's left from all those. Settlers of Canaan? Yeah. So <laughs> the correct answer was Settlers of Tatooine. Really? Yeah. That surprises They've me. They've not, I guess the Star Wars license is too expensive. They've not, I think Hasbro might have the official, that, I think that's the problem. Anyways, Hasbro, it's complicated. The people who own it's all Catan. Down, it's all down to licensing. Yeah, yeah, the people who own Catan don't have the right, Star Wars gotcha. license. Just like it's really, like we want Lego to do Star Trek right. stuff and they can't. But Star Trek Catan is awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. I like it quite a bit. <laughs> Settlers for Catan Rockman Edition is a Japanese only. Mega Man. Collab- and it's an official collaboration between Capcom and the people that make Catan. That's kind of neat. I would love cool. To I bet the art for it's awesome. It probably is. And Settlers of Canaan is like a Christian thing Catan. Are you serious? We're settling Canaan. Oh, wow. And I've heard it's actually a cool version. Oh, so, cool. Okay. There you go. The most s- specific, irrelevant uh, Blitz episode. quiz ever. Or episode. Or episode general. ever, really. Uh, this is not the one that's going to get us fans. No, not at all. Yeah. We may lose some from this one. Yes. Uh, but that's usual for us. Yeah. Now, uh, Trevor, before we end our show and read our amazing Patreons, mm-hmm. um, I think it's important to say, we're go- these two episodes, of course, this one and Spy Hunter before it, we're, uh, I've about said filmed. <laughs> we're recorded on the same day. However, from here on out, we're building up to episode 100. Oh, yeah. Our next game is going to be a heavy hitter. I think we should oh, just yeah. start announcing them ahead of time because we're going to. Uh, um, Mega Man 1. Yeah, there I which was next. That's kind of a good a segue because you're talking about the Mega Man Katan. So mm-hmm. the next game we're covering is the very first Mega Man for the Nintendo. Uh, I have some fairly good memories of this game, so I'm really looking forward to seeing if it's still as hard as I remember it mm-hmm. <laughs> and seeing if I can actually beat anything in it. I'm going to assume no. So some of you have been saying, when are y'all going to cover the big games? Yeah. First of all, I would say uh, Legend of Zelda, Mario 3, Donkey Kong Country, Sonic, Sonic 2. 2. But you're right. We do cover a lot of junk. Anticipation. <laughs> Anticipation. <laughs> um, not junk, but not exactly hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're starting the Heavy Hitters. Episode 100 is coming in what? Four episodes? Yeah, it's coming soon. We got some yeah. big plans for that. And even building up to it. And the next one up is Mega, Mega Man, Man for the NES. So go ahead and tell us all your memories of that on our social meds, which is at RetroBlist on Facebook. And, and at RetroBlist on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. That Trevor Burley uses. It's still there. But it exists. Yeah. So thanks to our patrons who went to patreon.com, donated to the show. Yep. Gonna shout you out real quick. Do it, Trevor! Daniel Chavez. Good job. Michael Thompson. Thank you. Timothy McGowan. Oh, that's great of you. Andrew Coed. What a gentleman. Caleb Dixon. Thanks, buddy. Christopher M. Scholes. Off of Wiedersehen. Wait, that's goodbye. What's thank you in German? Thank you, Wiener Schnitzel. Good. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel's really good, by the way. I finally had some. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's fun to say. Yep. Uh, Christopher M. Scholes. Wiener Schnitzel. I think I said your name twice. You did, but. Yeah. Jason Wilson. Thanks, Mr. Wilson. And Keith Farnham. Thank you, Mr. Farnham. We appreciate all of yous. You're all awesome. This show, I know, is not anticipated, but Mega Man will be anticipated. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, since if you sat through this one, uh, we got some heavy hitters. I think we can go ahead and announce the next three. Do you what do you to? think? I I kind of want to do it. These are kind of the heavy of the heavy hitters. I mean, we're going we're, we're going big time. If we're ending our show on episode 100, we're going to do it in style. That's right. We're going to build up to some really awesomeness on yeah on episode 100. So the next one, of course, like we said, was Mega Man, and then mm-hmm. we're going to do on episode 98 is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog, the very first, the one. original, the original, and then uh, episode 99 is probably Super Mario Brothers, the very first one. Yep. Uh, I'm really looking forward to these next three games, mm-hmm. honestly, majorly. This is going to inject some venomous 
blissfulness into the veins of this podcast. Yeah, it's going to put this show on the upper echabuckakalon of all other video games. Watch out, IGN. Pod- oh, we're coming for you, IGN. Yeah. You're going to be like, hey, why didn't we hire this show for us? Yeah. Well, how stupid are you, IGN? You should have done done that. Two dudes should've and an S. That. Who are they? Yeah. Uh, Genesis Gems. How about uh, uh, Genesis? I'm going to go listen to Retro Bliss instead. Yeah. Like... I want a hamburger? No, I'd just rather have a retro blist. That's right. But and also that doesn't even make any sense. And also a hamburger though. Me too, yeah. That's us. We're gonna get a hamburger. Hey, speaking of which, Trevor, I know we just ate, but how about a hamburger? Sounds good. <laughs>